It's time for JT the Brick. But I'm a sports talk host. I talk about multiple topics. Vegas, baby, Vegas. Bill Foley gets what I do. And Mark Davis gets what I do. I bring passion and energy for every second I'm on the radio. We're going big today. You, the Raider Nation, have an opinion. Sound off like you got a pair. I can't get you much more than that. JT the Brick. So let me repeat that again. The Jelly Ellis era of this team is coming to an end. We need guys who are faster, in better shape, who can attack the football. Man, I never envisioned you'd be sitting next to me as that ridiculously obnoxious, aggressive openings play. He gets what I do. Genius! We want you to win. You can help my life by winning and making my life better. We've lost that sense from a pocket of fans. You got that? I think you all get that. And now, I love it. Here's JT the Brick. All right. Well, it is not JT the Brick. It is, we'll go with Doug Douglas here today. The reason being is everybody's on vacation, but I'll tell you what, JT the Brick is not on vacation. He's actually at Allegiant Stadium right now. He is hosting the Raiders Rookie Draft Luncheon on the field, I believe. I believe that's on the field at Allegiant Stadium. So he'll be back tomorrow. But until then, I'll tell you what, when you get Doug Douglas on the radio, you know a lot of people are on vacation, but... To help me out, we've got Greg Salerno right here. Greg, thanks for coming in. Hey, yo. Hey, man. What do you think they're eating down there, by the way? What are, what are they feeding these kids right now? Well, I'll find out because my wife is actually there. Oh, is so, she really? Yeah. Okay. So, of course, she has so many. Because I'm curious. I want to know. so many uh, things. She can't eat all these different things. So who knows? I think she took a pear with her. But I'm sure it's probably pretty good. We, You know what? We should have been there. We should uh, We should have. Live. Grab Bobby and uh, gone on down there live. Hey, we're eating food here. But Greg, exciting news is next Wednesday at 2 o'clock. Your new show premieres over on our sister station, ESPN Las Vegas, called The Arena. That is correct. It's going to be a debate-style show. Um, I'll have a different guest on there every week, and they'll come in and try to debate me and win. And uh, we'll see what happens. It'll be different topics, mostly sports, sometimes not sports. Doug Douglas might be in there moderating from time to time. Oh, that guy. I heard that guy's good. <laughs> I heard he does a great traffic report. I'm sure there are people right now listening going, wait, that's the traffic guy. So, yeah, I'm oh, looking yes. forward to it. It starts uh, next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Next Wednesday at 2 p.m.? Uh, well, I'll be there because I have to be, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. And then, of course, we've got Bobby running the board. Bobby will be an integral part of what we're going to talk about here in a little bit. But it is NBA. You don't have to talk, but you, you, you were with me there, Bobby, <laughs> during one of these times. Uh, it is, of course, NBA Draft Eve, or it is tonight, so I guess it's NBA Yeah, Draft what are you talking Day, about? Right. Yeah, <laughs> who knows what's going on? But we'll get into some of that. In fact, we're going to talk about drafts here coming up in the next segment, but then we'll get more in the NBA Draft in hour number two. Also, to start hour number two, we will get into Raiders looking at their schedule and away games in particular. And just if you're listening... I know I am not a regular on the radio, but, uh, you know, I am a Raider fan. Sat for decades in Section 103 up in Oakland. My cousin was a season ticket holder, so right, that's right behind the black hole. Uh, I was never quite crazy enough, but we, we tailgated with a lot of people from the black hole. So, you know, if you're a Raider fan listening right now, who is this yuck yuck? Well, I am a yuck yuck, but at least I, I'm a Raider yuck yuck. <laughs> you're an authentic that's yuck right. yuck. That's I'm, right. I'm, I'm authentic. So uh, I have felt the... Greatness, been to several AFC championship games, or at least two, up in uh, Oakland, and looking forward to going to someday an AFC championship game <laughs> right here at Allegiant Stadium. And you won't have to see the quarterback standing on second base uh, while he does it this <laughs> yes. time. Yes. Oh, my gosh, the skin. I'll, I'll tell you what. 
I hated the early part of the year. And, uh, you know, you just go out there and you'd be like, okay, they're sending out Janikowski for a long kick. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It's on. It's He's kicking from basically, it seemed like the shortstop. And, of course, you always had to be reminded, my cousin, who, of course, you know, I, uh, I love it. He'd take me to the games and everything. He goes, you know, this is below sea level. and that, Yeah, yeah, you tell me every game. I've been here for years. I, I get it. I get it. But that had to be the worst feature of the actual field. Even more it's than ridiculous. It was, they used yeah. to do it in a lot of parks. Now, of nowadays, parks. you don't really see it anymore. But I think that was the last one. It might have been, yeah. Yeah, uh, hopefully it was, was. It was a. a it's just a funny Monday night football. You see, you still see the baselines because that, games had just been played like the day before, oh, or earlier that day. Exactly, it's, especially if they were happened to both be in. Uh, <laughs> if that's why, and I was never an A's fan, but that's why I would always be like, "Oh, come on, A's, don't make the playoffs," right. you know, because then at least would start to change <laughs> over more and everything yeah. like that. But anyway, so. We've got a good show lined up for you. We are going to start off with a little bit of victory celebrations. And it's top of mind here in Vegas as we have been lucky enough in the last two years to have two professional teams that have won their championship. Of course, uh, the WNBA, Las Vegas Aces, won. They are the current WNBA champions. And, of course, more recently now, just a week ago, the Vegas Golden Knights won. And... Two appearances in six years, by the way, in the finals, and then one. Yeah, first year they lost to the Washington Capitals, and this year they defeated the Florida Panthers. And, you know, more specifically, though, you were down there. Now, full uh, disclosure, I do work for the Vegas Golden Knights part-time, but I do work for them, so I was there. Are you the Knight? (laughs) No, no, no. I'm someplace you would never see me. You know, um, real quick, I used to do this thing. It was a like a, a remote for Comp Night Two Point Three, another station that I work for, and we had this bingo nights at this casino, and the guy that is the night, or I don't know if he still is, but he was at the no, time. It's still the original it's still one. The guy. Yeah. He, he was he was there with me doing the bingo. So like he looked he looks just like Jason Statham from the yep, uh, from the him. transporter. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a cool guy. But it was so funny when I found out he was the night. I was like, that's the guy I do bingo with. Like got uh, an extreme bingo every night or whatever. I, I think of nothing else that you learn. You learn especially <laughs> even more in Las Vegas, I swear, than any other place. Pretty much everybody has 17 different jobs. Oh, yeah. I, I know. mean, all of a sudden, if you turn on, you know, Lotus here has, uh, what, six stations here locally or sure. something. You can hear Greg's voice or my voice yeah. on a different station. Heck, you and I were both doing traffic on 97.1 The Point last <laughs> I know. week. People were, this week. people were calling in asking me what the hell is going on. Why are you on every station? <laughs> yeah, that's the, way, that's the way we do it here. And then, uh, you know, like I said, I work uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights on home game days. So I was able to experience that. And that was amazing, obviously, to be in the arena when they won. I thought for sure they wouldn't because the Knights – have had a great six-year run so far. What did that place sound it. like, man? It was it was so loud. I mean, because I've been to a regular season game and it was incredibly loud. I've never been to a playoff game or obviously a Stanley Cup game, but I think it was Game Two that it was on a Monday, even louder. That was as loud as I've ever heard an indoor arena. It was like waves of sound of loud. Wow! And and it was it w- it was quite an experience. And I'll tell you what, you know, we're both. Bobby and I are even older. You're younger than us. But it, it, it's amazing how certain cities at times, you know, all of a sudden the Steelers and the Pirates way back when, you know, had right. a little bit of run. Tampa Bay, the Lightning and the Buccaneers here more recently. So you wonder sometimes, and it's probably a lot of coincidence because there's many times where that doesn't happen, but you wonder sometimes you're like, okay, 
you know, success breeds success, and you're kind of like, it okay, does seem that way. can the Raiders, you know, yeah. get on here or – you know what's going on, and you're just kind of like, "Hey, let's let's keep this Las Vegas wave going." Philadelphia had the almost on every one of them last right, year. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, they lost the World Series, lost the Super Bowl, and then went pretty far in the playoffs. They lost in the second round with a basketball. But South Florida had that this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with yeah. The, right. With the Heat and the Panthers, so they were they were like uh, the uh, silver medalists. But going on to something that I know, and this is one time, Bobby knows how I feel about this because Bobby has experienced this with me, but. Last Saturday, the Vegas Golden Knights, as happens now, I will say ad nauseum, it seems like, a sports team wins and they have a parade. Sure. Now, before I get into my diatribe or on parades, I was not there. And oh, you didn't a, go at all? No, there's a reason why. Oh, okay. <laughs> because unlike, uh, was it uh, Judy Garland who said, I love a parade? I am the exact opposite. I hate a parade. And here's the reason why. You know what? I'll get right into it. I hate a parade because what is the purpose of infrastructure? The purpose of a street is for me to get from one place to another, right? <laughs> and it seems like in my life, too many times, a parade yeah. has caused just unnecessary. Harm. <laughs> well, because here's the whole thing. You're talking about the Vegas Strip, though. You're not talking about, you know, this isn't I, like I, a, I don't care. a main road. You know, uh, The Vegas Strip's not no, a main road. No, but I'm saying road. if you go to the Vegas Strip, it's going to take you four hours to get out of there in a car. Right, so four you're hours. Not ex- and if there's a parade, it's going to take you 104 hours. <laughs> That's true. My but. point being, and I'll, I'll I, let me give you two instances. There's multiple instances, but I'll give you two fresh top of mind. One just happened recently. Bobby and I, we both like the same type of music. We go downtown to see, a, well, one of my favorite bands to see, Blue Oyster Cult. And I pick up Bobby because I go, it's on my way, which it was. I go, I like to go this way. We go. I go, we'll park here and we'll do this. Oh, one problem. Because we are on the east side of, it was at the concert was at the Golden Nugget, trying to get to the Golden Nugget. All of a sudden, I even looked down. Bobby spotted before me, and I go, oh, is that just first Friday? Because it was a Friday. And I go, oh, first Friday. There's a lot of, wow, there's fire trucks and everything. And <laughs> so I'm, I'm like trying to cross. I don't even cross. I don't even know what street that is, to be honest with you. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We can't cross because there's a parade. What there's parade? There's a parade. For what? Well, that's, that was uh, – just so you know, I am an equal opportunity of hating all parades. So this was a pride parade. Oh. So I was I, – I even told Bobby – You went from the I, Blue I Oyster think... Cult to the Blue Oyster Bar. <laughs> there you go. But I was mad. Hello. I was mad because we had to park then far away. We had to walk. And then we had to try to walk across the parade, which you couldn't – we were trying to find a place. And finally there's a break, and they let us cross. <laughs> so that's one instance. You know would be great? If you guys tried to cross and they just got stuck in the parade. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. Hey, look. These people are very friendly. But it, it just – and then another time I was just telling Dane, who's a huge Raider fan who works sure. here also. Uh, in fact, I was up uh, working with him up in Reno, and I was going to a Raider game. My cousin at that time lived in uh, Pollock Pines, and so I was driving from Reno to Pollock Pines, and then we were going to Oakland, I think, the next day. That sounds terrible. That was a long drive. But then I didn't realize it was the Nevada Day celebration parade in Carson <laughs> City. And this was before there was GPS, but this was before I had, you know, yeah. I, I was a late arriver on that stuff. So I've got a map. Oh, Yeah. 
And I'm trying to was get. It a map, was it a map ticket? Remember those tickets you get from uh, MapQuest where you fold the page over? I do remember those. <laughs> but I think this Crip was a, ticket. That's what it was called. I think this was a Thompson Guides or Thompson oh, okay. Guides. Something like that. It was, it was a pretty good map or a AAA map or something like that. So I get, you know, I got to go here. Guess what? A parade's going across. So I'm like, I have to keep going south. I just kept going south. And every time I'd make a right to try to cross this one street to get to where I'm trying to go to hit the interstate or something, I couldn't. <laughs> so I, it takes me like I'm, I'm just sitting there waiting yeah. for this parade to clear up. And I'm like, I hate parades. And believe it or not, there's I could go on and on. I'm not going to keep going on about it. Well, but here, here's my final thing I'll say. Yeah. Why can't we have these celebrations? You win World War II, guess what? Have a parade. I get it. <laughs> have a parade. The Rose Bowl parade, it's been around enough. Okay, that's right. been around. Eee. Grandfather did. The grandfather did yeah. 100 years. But I don't need every organization to have a parade Yeah, just messing up everything. I, I think because some, okay, some cities haven't, like the, the Eagles, for instance, in 2017 had never won a Super Bowl. I mean, of course they're going to have a parade. Nope. Nope. Ne- for, for never, ever. Yeah, you know why? You know why? Do they have a stadium? Yeah. You open it up for free, and if you want a parade, you drive cars around the infield. But there's no way you could fit that many people in there. There was probably a million people down there. No, a million people. What are you seeing at a parade? Now, you were at this parade. Right, you you went to this VGK parade. Oh yeah, I was at the VGK parade. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So what? I, I mean, were people well, having a good time? Was I it mean, fun? yeah, it was. It, well, for, again, it's the Vegas Strip is different to me than any other street. It's not like a regular. I mean, I know it's a street, but you don't really expect free flowing traffic on the Vegas Strip anyway. I mean, it's always traffic or standstill or something. So. It just kind of looked like the regular Vegas Strip with people lined up on each side of it. Now, I wasn't at the – there was a an ending to it, obviously, with the podium. Right, the plaza. Right. I was, I was more on the strip going towards it. So were you uh, just south of Flamingo? Were you pretty close I to – I was – yes. I was like Palacio? in between in between Flamingo and Tropicana, sort of, in front of uh, the MGM. Oh, okay. You know? oh, okay. So you were on the east side. Yes, gotcha. correct. Right. Because where the I, well, this is what happened. So I get down there. First of all, I was told to go down there. So was, I'm not acting like I I love parades either. All right, I was asked by work to go down there to do work. But I went down there and I found out there was event parking in a lot of places, and it was like fifty bucks, thirty oh, bucks. I, okay. So what I did was I drove all the way down to Paradise and I took I shot all the way down to the convention center. And there was just free parking in there. People just parked their cars because oh. there's a monorail over there. You know? Did you take the monorail? So, yeah, I took the monorail. I love the monorail. Now, I thought I was smart. I paid six bucks for the monorail, not knowing you can get it for a dollar if you're a local. Ah, you should have come to me. I know. But on the way back, I got it for a dollar. But anyway, so they let you off at the MGM, which is why I, that's where I was. So I get out of the MGM. I come out, and there was... I'm not going to say more than I expected, but there was a lot of people. I mean, you think a, a town like Vegas, not a gigantic city, you know, but, but man, they really showed out. And the thing that surprised me the most was that there were people from all over the place. I mean, I have some audio, probably can't play it here, but I have some audio of uh, people doing, uh, I don't know. I, I found this section of illicit activity, let's just say somehow when I first got there. Um, I find that hard to believe. Yeah, I know. I, I, you mean more illicit than just drinking? Because drinking. Yeah, the- let's just say Michael Irvin would love this section. Okay, okay. all right. I think you painted a picture, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> or you painted a chalk line. <laughs> exactly. One or the yes, other. Yes. Lawrence Taylor would have hung out for hours in this section. <laughs> Can you do the trifecta? So, You've got two so far. Can you go one more? <laughs> Let me see. Any sport. Uh, Doc Gooden would have loved ah, this okay, area. Now I get it. All okay, right, I right, got gotcha. you. So these people were from all over the country, though, with, you know, with Vegas gear on. 
So they were actually here for the parade? Yes. Like, our, they flew out here. Wow. Arkansas, Tennessee, Oklahoma. For a parade? Yes. There were two oh twins, these two women twins, uh, both uh, illicit activitying, and they had two dudes <laughs> from different states with them. So, like, one guy was from Oklahoma, another guy was from Tennessee, and they were from wherever they were from. So there was people from all over the country. I was That's hard to believe. honestly shocked how many out-of-town Vegas Knights fans there are. See, I could have seen if they were there and they were just caught up and they were like, oh, let's no. go watch a parade. But they were actually— No, they literally to- flew out wow. there. They had jerseys on. They had the gear on. They I'd had expect the- that from Raider Nation. Yeah, I mean, it, was, it was incredible. I, 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 really, I was really, really surprised. But, okay, but taking that out of the equation, I know you had to be there for work. <laughs> Let's forget about the people with the listen because they were having fun. But well, that were, was the people, were people around, were they genuinely, did you think, having fun? Absolutely. I, they were, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, and here's the thing, too, is, again, we're talking about the strip, Doug. This isn't, you know, a, a road. You can't even cross the strip. So it's not like a road you'd normally be running through and all of a sudden, oh, a bus is coming. Or, you know, you have to, in order to cross the strip, you have to go up an escalator, right, right. go over the thing. So it's not like a regular just road. So the people were lined up on the sides. They were doing the usual Vegas thing. There was a lot of the, um, I mean, it wasn't just a list of stuff, obviously. There was families. There was people there with the the uh, the drinks that looked like the- oh, the yard? The, yeah, you know, the yard drinks yeah. and the guitar straps with the drinks and the straws. And there was people out there with, uh, you know, tall boy trulies that got at some bar over there. And <sighs> so, I mean, people were having a really good time. Everybody was in a good spirits. I didn't see any fighting. I didn't see any arguing. That, I'll say that. I'm proud of uh, Las Vegas for that. Uh, Denver, just a few that were right. gunshots. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, there was no turned over cars. There was none of that stuff at all. It was. I was really impressed uh, both with the turnout and how everybody acted and the attitude, general attitude of the parade. So let me ask you this. Yeah. Let's say whatever team wins doesn't matter. Right. And they go, okay, we're going to have another parade. Let's say two years from now, there's a parade on the strip again. You don't have to go for work. Would you go just to go? Okay, I'm going to say no, but not because I. I okay, if I could just appear. In a spot and watch right. it, yes. But getting in and out, getting was the in and hassle. out to me is just I don't like doing stuff as it is. So how yeah. long did it take you to get out of there? Um, well, again, I wanted you had to the take tram. the monorail back. So yeah, there, I mean, yeah. you know, uh, however long it takes to walk through the MGM, you know, to uh, get to the monorail and then up the minutes. stairs and then this. And I got gotcha. you. Okay. So I mean, I you know, I didn't go too far down the uh, the parade, but I went. As far as my legs would take me, which is about a hundred yards, maybe you know. I'm very and proud then, of you. And then, yeah, that's pretty good for me. My watch, actually, you know, it's funny. I had an Apple Watch on, and uh, Did your watch warn you. No, Heart rate. it said it said you broke your record for steps. <laughs> I, was, I was so impressed. And the last time I did that was when I checked the mail. So this to there me was oh, way hey, better. Yeah, yeah, your Apple Watch is questioning your life decisions <laughs> right now. Way to go, Greg. Yeah. Well, that's okay. I, I just you know I know I'm coming off like a curmudgeon. Uh, but it's just to me, there's other ways to do things that doesn't affect. Uh, well, the Las Vegas Marathon. Yeah, I remember trying to go to the airport one time on the Las Vegas Marathon. This F one thing, I'll tell you what. This F one thing, and now they're asking for yeah, money from us. I know, to, I know. Uh, they want what forty million dollars or uh, something. No, I think they only want only want eight hundred thousand for uh-huh. uh, last number I saw. But. Just like, oh my gosh, can we just have streets for driving and then have, you know, Las Vegas Motor Speedway? Well, I realized it's not F1. Well, yeah, okay, you got me there. And they were driving the big bus. I don't know. It was crazy. I will say, I thought it was amazing that I saw some people, um, not many. Most people seem to enjoy the experience of going there, but there's some people, I brought my kids and there was cussing. And I was going, really? Have you well, never seen a parade before? Have you before? been to Vegas before? Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, come on. First of all, 
Well, you're saying that they're doing yeah, illicit I mean, they're, they're, yeah, activities exactly. right there. Give me a break. <laughs> if cussing's going to bother you so much. Well, well, let me ask you this then, because they did kind of do what you said at the end of the parade. There was the right. Shiba Plaza. I'm fine with that. And there was a gigantic the way I think crowd of people, the podium. Yes. Mark Salt went up there and gave a great speech I thought was hilarious. And, uh, Carlson introducing uh, him gave a great uh, one. Yeah, Carlson also. Uh, so I I I, uh, I I think they did what you asked yes, there. So yes, that I like. So that you're fine with. Yes, it, it's just it, the running up to it that you don't like. It, it's just the parades. Except, like I said, you win World War II, you hold a parade. You welcome veterans, you hold a parade. You know. Oh yeah, it was Carlson. By the way, I'm an but, idiot. I met Carlson now. Course. Yeah, Marshall Sosa was pretty yeah. short. But now it seems like they're having parades for. No, just, I know what you just mean. Just for everything. Gratuitous it's, it's become, parades. Yeah, ubiquitous, gratuitous parades. And it's yeah. just like, can we think of, remember when Chipotle, everything was Chipotle. All of a sudden, Jack in the Box had Chipotle. Everybody had Chipotle. Right. There's Chipotle and everything. It's like, now, if there's four parades a year, I'm like, okay, you know what? You know, whatever. So parades but are your pumpkin a, spice at this yes, point. Yes, there you go. Yeah. Yes. Right. So whatever. We're, we're running out of timing. We won't even get into fireworks and how <laughs> we both hate that. Okay, I don't like those either, though. No, I'm, no. I'm with you on that one. Uh, the professional. One last thing I'll say about fireworks, even though we barely do this. I don't understand how I'm in my late 50s. Right. And I swear, fireworks have gotten no better now than they were 40 years ago. I don't understand with technology how... You know, I, I'm a nerd. I watch The Hobbit, and, you know, they could make fireworks go into dragons and things like that. Eh, they do that a little bit at some places, but I just don't understand why fireworks aren't that much better than they were. Well, like, I, the thing that I don't understand ago. is how come all of a sudden, when I was a kid, the fireworks in the street, like, spun around maybe. Oh, yeah, the flowers. Now it's like mortars going off in my oh, neighborhood. Oh, my gosh. Like, I don't understand yes. how that became okay or where they even get oh, them Oh, they're now. illegal. Where do they get them, though? Well, they get, uh, they get them out uh, just... Outside the same it. people those places got those people got the illicit drugs we were talking about. <laughs> no, no, you can buy those fireworks and put them in uh, like real yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, right. You can cross over the hump in Perump, I think, is one of the places they were setting off. I'm talking like grenades oh, in front of my house, it, ridiculous. It, it does, and with somebody with pets, yeah, I yeah, mean, no, yeah, that's terrible. It's terrible, anyway. Uh, this is the JT the Brick Show. <laughs> JT is hosting the Raiders rookie draft luncheon today at Allegiant Stadium. It is myself. And uh, Greg Salerno. I'll just call myself myself so that I can't be tracked. But I do want to remind you that the Botanist Gin presents the Secret Garden Party at Area 15. That's Friday, June 30th and Saturday, July 1st. Enjoy Botanist cocktails while dancing through a magical forest to live musical performances. It's a fun place. I've never been there. I want to go. Maybe this will be... Avenged uh, uh, Sevenfold actually had a thing. came in studio, right. and they had a thing over there going, that place is really cool. I've heard nothing but good things yeah. about it. Now, this is a ticketed event, so you want to get your tickets at area15.com. This may have to be... I may have to go check that place out. Coming up next, we're going to talk about drafts, not just the NBA drafts, but the NFL draft, and which to you is the most important of the big four drafts, and which really means absolutely nothing. Coming up next on the JT The Brick Show. With the 35th pick, the Las Vegas Raiders select Michael Mayer, tight end, Notre Dame. And we know it's NBA draft day, but let's talk a little bit of draft. But first, we have breaking news coming down. 
Looks like the Wizards are finalizing a deal to send Chris Paul to the Warriors. That is uh, something else. You've got else. a little additional news to that. Well, uh, especially because Jordan Poole appears to be a part of this. Uh, so Jordan Poole will be going to the Wizards uh, along with future draft assets. Now, the thing that's crazy about this to me is in the beginning of the season, obviously the beginning of last season, the incident happened with Jordan Poole and Draymond Green. Right. The punch. And there was light, lately a lot of buzz about, well, who leaked it then? And maybe they, they're going to keep Poole and, you know, and, 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 uh, because they're maybe they're on Poole's side because somebody leaked the video on purpose. You know, all this, this, this conspiracy theories come out. Well, obviously, they didn't like his performance in the playoffs because they just shipped him out of there. So now it looks and like now, Green's gone. And yeah, Poole's I mean, gone who knows? And- like, uh, so if, if, and now Chris Paul will be the first time, I mean, if you think about it, that, that Curry's really played with, like, Curry is a point guard in quotes, but with a real traditional point guard. I wonder how that's going to work with the way they move the ball around with the Warriors. I mean, they're a, they're a movement team. The way Kerr likes to move the ball around, the way Curry has the ball in his hands a lot, uh, a lot of those pick and rolls they like to do. I wonder how that's going to work with Chris Paul, but for the first time, he's playing with a real, real point guard. We'll get into the draft more. This is the JT The Brick Show. Uh, Doug Douglas and Greg Salerno filling in. As JT right now is on the field of Allegiant Stadium hosting the Raiders rookie draft luncheon. So he is... Busy working, but we're working in a different way. And like I said, in the second hour, we'll kind of go more into the actual NBA draft because I'll tell you what, uh, the draft starts tonight at 5. Yeah. Who knows who's going to be Well, that's the thing. Well, I, I, mean, I don't know. We yeah. could, by the end of the show, we could have five more things happen that, that changes all of this. So. Which leads me into kind of what I want to do, to bring it into an NFL perspective along with NBA, MLB, and NHL, because drafts, boy, when oh, I'm trying to remember, I, I don't even remember that drafts were a big deal. You'd read about it in the next paper. I'm talking, like I said, I'm, I'm older, so I'm talking back, you know, in the 70s and stuff. They were sure. just, no, I don't remember them. I mean, first of all, we didn't have cable. I don't remember them being on TV. They weren't events. The NFL was the first sport I remember it being an event. Yes. Where all of a sudden they do it. Wasn't that Madison Square Garden where it was every year? Uh, or it yeah. was in New York. Maybe no. not Madison Square Garden, but it was in New York. It was in New York. And I remember some the, theater. The, the, I thought it was, was it Radio City Music Hall or something like Maybe that? Maybe that's it because the know. Jets fans would always boo. Let's, let's say five more wrong things before. We... <laughs> that's right. You know, I think <laughs> they actually. keep naming places. I think it was actually in Iceland. I think they held the first one in Iceland. But, you know. You would get caught up in it, or at least I would, and I thought it was genius when they started moving it around. Yeah. Uh, well, they make it like an all-star game now, an event, you know. Did they close down the strip last year for that one here? <laughs> they did. I was there. I'm going to be mad again. I actually was there. I'm getting angry again. Well, you know, the funny thing is— Well, that's a draft. That's not a parade. All right, I well, hate a parade, but drafts— But the funny thing is they had us all in an— I was there for media, and they had us all in an airplane hangar kind of on the side. Like, I thought we were going to be in there with the— A lot of times they'll have you in the front, like these little tables and stuff, but we were like— Completely separated, watching on a screen. So and you're like, I could be watching. A yeah, screen exactly. In my house. I mean, exactly. It wasn't the same experience I thought it was going to be. But the uh, the spectacle that has become the NFL draft. So you've got four. Let's just go with the big four: NFL, MLB, NBA, and NHL. And the reason why I thought this was kind of interesting is the NFL draft. Pretty much every. I mean, if you're a sports fan, you know about the NFL draft. Yeah. I think they do a great job. 
Oh, it's amazing. I really do. I mean, it's well. I grew up. I'm, I'm a little younger than you guys. I, I grew up with Mel Kiper and those guys. I mean, it was already a big thing when I was growing up, right? So it was like an, it was a, it was a live event on ESPN. I always watched it. I mean, me and my friends would always watch the draft for the NFL. Um, the other drafts, I mean, I didn't really start. They didn't really start picking it up like that until maybe a decade ago well, that not, I started well, paying attention. But. I, I will cut you off there only because are you sure you want to say the other drafts? Because here, let's go one thing first on the NFL draft. One of the great things about the NFL draft is most of those players, not when you get down to later rounds, something, but even then, you know the schools. Sure. So you're going, oh, another SEC. Oh, another, you know, blah, 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 blah. Oh, right. the Mountain West got, you know, Boise State got one picked there. So it's always interesting just from the school and you know the players. And, of course, you always have theories like, well, that player, they really drafted for need. Or, oh, that was a reach, sure. blah, 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 blah. So whether you're right him, or wrong. You could have got him in the fourth round. Exactly. The yeah. So there's always an opinion. That, to me, is what makes the NFL draft fun. You're sitting there. You and I can be sitting there watching it and we'll be like, Oh, I don't know. You know, you'd yeah. be saying that's a great pick. I don't know. They could have had him in the next round. Another punter. Great, yeah. yeah. The fourth punter. Yeah. The NBA draft, because there's so few players playing at a time in the NBA, the NBA draft, because of what's happening right now, right, is also so impactful. You've been watching most of these players, not all of them, as we'll talk about later on in the next hour, but most of these players played for a major college. Not all of them. Some now European and some now play in the G League. But, you know, so you have that same connection there. And, my gosh, teams can change their fortune. I mean, you look at the Cleveland Cavaliers with LeBron James. Yeah, of course. Way back the Lakers with— Well, like you said, there's so few players on the court at one time. One player can make it such a huge difference. It's weird, though, because the NBA draft, the— I mean, once you get into the second round, those picks are pretty much worthless. Yeah, but let's just talk first round here for a minute. So first round NFL— Especially now that they put it on a Thursday, that was a genius move too. Sure, Thursday and then Friday, the second and third round, then Saturday. You know, yeah. you got your diehards. Oh, it's like a week event. Yeah, yeah a week long event. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love it. I watch the whole thing. The NFL is definitely uh, twelve months a season. But now, here's the thing. So you get hockey here. I'll talk about personal experience. Now, I've been a hockey fan for years and years and years. I was a season ticket holder way before, way when I lived in California. I remember. The first NHL draft that my wife's family, who are not into sports, but all of a sudden they were, you know, huge Vegas Golden Knights because they were born and raised here. I mean, they, they've been in Vegas for, you know, decades and decades. And they were like, oh, we're going to watch the NHL draft. I go, I really think you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> I really think you're going to be disappointed. Because here's the problem with NHL and the MLB draft. Yeah. I mean, if I told you, in fact, I'd have to look it up. Do you know? I mean, I know generally when it is, but when's the when when's the Major League Baseball? Oh, I have draft? no idea. Yeah, I'll it, be honest. It's with you. coming I, up. I have. Yeah, no, I know it's mid. Exactly. I have never it's, watched a hockey draft, the NHL draft, and I mean, I've never watched. I've paid attention to the MLB draft. Maybe the next day, but, look at who got who. Exactly. But that's a paper. I, watching it live. No, or well, online because you might not see these guys for six years. That's my point. So <laughs> I'm watching the NHL draft, their first NHL draft that they're watching. Right. And they're all excited. Oh, who are they? and I think uh, it was it was way before Brendan Brassard. It doesn't matter who the player was. So the Vegas Golden Knights made their pick, and they're all like, "Who's that? Yeah, who, what's going on? You know, it was some player from you know. Well, they had no idea. And I go, "Oh, so they're joining the team? No, they're not joining the team. <laughs> In fact, exactly they it. might go to college. But right. the NHL's wacky. 
They can Plus, go to college dude, after they're drafted. There's guys playing in the NFL that were drafted by the Major League Baseball. Yes, while they're in the NFL. exactly. <laughs> so it's like uh, Russell Wilson yeah, was exactly. one, right? And hey, uh, hey. and and Murray. So that's right. And so, they kind of use that for leverage right. sometime or try to. So I mean, you can, yeah, and baseball especially, and which is one that I I know a lot more about. The, you can see a guy get drafted, and he might, you know, he might get drafted this year, and he doesn't even come out to the big leagues until 2027. I mean, I believe. In fact, I'm 99% sure there have been years, I think they finally changed it, where the Major League Baseball draft happened while the College World Series was going on in Omaha, Nebraska. Right. I think they finally changed it a few years ago because <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Yeah. They're drafting. I mean, what a whiff. Well, I think that's another thing that makes the NFL draft king. Because if you don't, if you draft a guy in the first round and he's not on the field within a year yeah, or two, that's a whiff. Yes, and and that's a big story and that's drama. Same thing with the NBA. You take a guy in the first five picks and he's not starting on your team in the next year or two. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna hear about it. You're gonna get, people get fired over that kind of stuff. You draft a guy in the Major League Baseball, you might never hear about him oh, again. You're, you're, five <laughs> years from now, he was drafted five years ago. Well, that's a instant gratification that kind of right. kills it. So when you're ranking them. To me, NFL is king. Yeah, I, there's no question. NBA, I gotta be honest. That's 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 yes. getting to be a close second because it's also the buildup. Yes, they're they're well, trades. they're becoming year round too. The NBA, just like the NFL. Well, because they to me, the NBA is the closest thing to a soap opera. Yes, the drama is amazing. Uh, Mitch Moss, who uh, is one of my friends, and of course you can hear him right here on Raider Nation Radio right before the morning tailgate. He and uh, Paul Howard on Follow the Money. There was a time, and I don't want to speak for him now, but there was a time where he said, Doug, I enjoy the offseason of the NBA so much more than the regular season. Not the playoffs, you know. Sure. But he enjoyed, he'd do playoffs number one, offseason number two, regular season number three, because he goes, the drama. And I go, you're just, it's, some people watch a general hospital. You're just yeah. watching as the NBA turns. I, well, exactly. I agree too, by the way. I agree with Mitch on that because we just saw this. Okay. So now we just, at the beginning of the break, we're talking about Chris Ball going to the Warriors and then Jordan Poole going to the Wizards. And the drama is his teammate punched him in the face on national television. Exactly. There it is. <laughs> and now he's going to the Wizards and the Wizards and the draft hasn't even started. So, I mean, yeah, the NBA drama offseason is always the best. You had the decision with LeBron. I mean, everything always happens hilarious and drama in the offseason for the NBA. And what are you going to get in MLB next in the next couple of weeks when none of us really know? Right. Maybe it's happening right now. No, it's not. But <laughs> it, it is mid-June. I mean, that MLB, i got to look that up. That MLB draft's got to be coming up very soon here. College World Series, I know, is, uh, well, it's uh, this weekend is the uh, – Finals of that. Yeah, it's weird watching those. It's like, bing. Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> it's really do, weird. It's, yeah, they got a problem with that. <laughs> but then you go to the NHL draft. It's actually July 9th is the MLB draft. Okay, so yeah. they have moved it. It used yeah, to be yeah. in June. and it used, to, it used to be during the College World Series, I swear. The NHL draft's coming up in a couple of weeks, and you got no clue. No. I mean, Bedard's going to go number one to the Blackhawks, and you know they're saying he'll be the next Wayne Gretzky, whatever. After that... Right. You might not see people. And the crazy thing about here's the crazy thing about hockey. Uh, they'll draft somebody. They could go to college. That college season could end whenever during hockey season, during the NHL season. Sure. And this happened to me one time. And two days later, one of the players that they drafted is sitting up in the press box 
And then two days later that, they're skating on the ice on their team. So they were just playing college. I mean, that doesn't happen in the NFL. It's not like now, you're playing for Alabama and all of a sudden, oh, you know, they didn't. Or not Alabama because they're almost always in the playoffs. Let's say Boise State. And Boise State didn't make a make a bowl that year. And they're like, oh, we just, yeah, well, we, we drafted him a few years ago. He's now suiting up for, you know, the Arizona Cardinals. Now, this should be something I probably should know, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Now, does the NHL have like a one-and-done rule? Like the NBA, you have to go to college no. for a year. Right. NFL, three years. So is I got to be honest with you. No, they don't have a. Okay. They don't have a one and done. There are people being drafted out of junior leagues up in Manitoba, Canada. Gotcha. I'm sure. I think you have to be 18 years old to be drafted, but you do not have to go to college. So I don't know. Yeah. So you would agree with that order? I would say NFL is far and away. And yes, I don't think it's even close. But I do think the NBA is, is also. The, I'll, I'll put it this way. The gap between the NBA and the NFL is closer than the gap between the NBA right. and Major League Baseball. And the other ones. Because the other ones are just whatever. I'll read it later. You know, How many people listening right now, unless you've got you know, some really vested interest in it, and we both love baseball. Sure. I love Played hockey. Played it my whole life. Yeah. But still, it's it's hard to get to sit there and you know be like, oh, I got to watch that. I got to follow that. Or, oh, my gosh, did you just see the Royals traded this player for number two? <laughs> you know, I mean, I, well, I'll give you a story from Major League Baseball. Okay. So when I was a kid growing up, I uh, went to high school with a lot of guys that were drafted and wound up playing. Uh, one of them played for the A's, Eric Chavez. I grew up with I oh, don't know him since yeah. I was a little kid. Good player. I don't know if he likes me very much. But anyways. Eric, uh, if you're out there, call 365 yeah, no, But growing up, I actually had uh, – I was a pitcher. And I had a, I, I was delivered a tryout. My dad keeps it in his safe. I'll show it to you. It's this piece of paper. I had an official tryout with the Florida Marlins. To go as a pitcher. Back when they were the Florida Marlins. Yes. That's how long ago it was. Yeah. Well, it was the Florida Marlins, and uh, the scout had the thing out. Now, of course, back then I was a, a screw-up, and I didn't go, and, you know, whatever. We, we know where my wife, uh, my life ended up. But. <laughs> it ended up watching a parade on the Las Vegas Strip, but recording interviews of people. It just shows you, though, that the you, you there'd be people you never heard of that you don't even know that right. were invited to these things. You know, if it was an NFL guy, you would have heard of me. You know, <laughs> We would have heard of you. Tell you what we'll hear about. We'll, we're going to... Talk a little bit about baseball and what I think is just a wild ride so far this year, the key word being so far. But first, I want to tell you about Mount Gay Rum because they are presenting Yachtly Crew at the Chaos Pool at the Palms Friday, June 30th, and Saturday, July 1st. You can enjoy Mount Gay Rum giveaways, models, hey, and great music. Get your tickets now at palms.com. Coming up next on the JT The Brick Show, some MLB talk. The pitch to Alfaro. Swing and a line drive. Caught at first by Spencer Steer. And that's it. Reds win it. Make it 11 straight for the Red Legs. But the Reds hold on. They win it 5-3 to three over the Rockies. 11 straight wins for this magical Reds team. And they are magical right now. The Cincinnati Reds. Oh, man. JT, the Brick Show. JT at Allegiant Stadium right now hosting the Rookie Raider Luncheon. And it is Greg Salerno joining me. Thank you, Greg. And I'll just keep calling myself myself. Doug, Doug Douglas. Doug Douglas here. That'll be, my, that'll be my name for today. But I just wanted to do a quick segment on baseball. We kind of bagged on baseball last time in there. Sure. Terrible thing on the draft. Not sure what they can do to fix that. But you look at the standings. 
And there are some teams that are, A, overperforming by quite a lot. Yeah. And some teams that, eh, to be honest with you, might be a little underperforming. The thing that gets me the most is, I know Bobby's a Red Sox fan. They're in last place, but they're still, they're over 500, for God's sake. Well, that's a tough division, man. I know. I mean, that is a great division. I'm a Yankees fan. I know. It's terrible. Oh, oh yeah. You're about nine and a half games back of my team. <laughs> Tampa Bay Rays. They'll always be the devil raised to me. No, they're not my team, but I have bet on them a few times. I bet on them this year to win yeah. the American League. So well, you, we'll might, you might have a good bet there. Might be a good bet. But it, really, we came back with the uh, Cincinnati Reds. Oh. Now, to me, that is, first of all, if you're ever in Cincinnati, I love that ballpark. Yeah, it's nice. It's As you know, it's in a place, there's no place near it. I no. mean, you're walking through under freeways and things. But the ballpark itself, I would highly recommend going to that. Fun atmosphere. But I'll tell you a bet that I made. I bet uh, I pretty much blind bet this. In fact, I was telling Bobby this uh, last week. I blind bet just the Cardinals to win the division every year. Right. Because they can be – now. right now they're nine games out. I'm not even sweating yet because it's the Cardinals. <laughs> now, I'm a Cubs right. fan, so, uh, you know, it's just the Cardinals will have uh, – you know, in July they'll start kicking it in. But looking at some of the teams that have underperformed, I think you could say, my gosh, if you're a San Diego Padres fan, there's a team Oof. with that payroll – I know. Well, you come into the season thinking they were going to be, you know, Gosh. neck and neck with the Dodgers, and now well, they're, they're neck and neck with the well, Dodgers. Yeah, I, guess, I guess you're right. <laughs> Both of them underperforming, but Dodgers yeah, have you, a neck up. But. You, you thought they were going to, yeah, you thought they were going to be fighting for the division, and right now it doesn't look like it. The Dodgers just got swept by San Francisco in Dodger Stadium. I think a four. I know. I think the first time in many a year, and yeah, it's baseball. It's June. Things can happen. But what team would you think is a quote unquote surprise team that you, you're like they they well, don't have they don't have the legs and then going the other way which team that right now has underperformed that you think okay it's still only June sure uh, well I'm gonna say I'm we just came back with a clip of the Reds I am fascinated by that team now I don't know if they're gonna hold up I mean they may be my team that might not hold up I don't know but that Ellie De La Cruz. It's, I that guy. I have a crush on this dude, a man crush on this guy. I love watching him. It's unbelievable. We just played a clip of a line drive to first base. He beat one of those out the other day. I saw, amazing. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen not a slow anything like, No, it was a line drive hot shot that the the first baseman had to take on a short hop, and he beat it out. I didn't even think there was any chance. All of a sudden, you see this guy come into the frame. I mean, the guy is remarkable. He had a. 500-foot home run in his second game that left the park, it seemed like, in a second. He uh, had that one – I think he broke a record on the fastest uh, triple or yep. he was up there. Yep. It was like 20 steps from him from home plate to third. I mean, this guy is sensational. He's like the uh, the uh, Wemby of the Major League Baseball right now, man. I'm so fascinated to watch this guy. Luckily, he throws better than Wemby does. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, that guy's that – We'll guy, get into that. Well, yeah, we'll get into his hands. Oh, my goodness. But – uh, yeah, I mean, watching Jello Cruz, man, right now is my favorite thing in baseball that's going on uh, as far as that goes. And I guess... But do you expect them to fade? That's the thing. I mean, if I pick one team that's so hot right now, and I, just because of history... Well, let me give you a few. So, Diamondbacks totally overperforming in yeah. first place. Reds overperforming. Atlanta's not overperforming. They're about where they think they are. You know, I'll, I'll put Texas on an overperforming team. Yeah, in the central, I'm not going to put any team because they're just they're uh, the first place team. The Twins are 500. Right. So let's let's 
discount that. And then AL East, uh, you know, Baltimore, I would say, would be the overperformer perhaps there. So there's their overperformers. Of those that I just listed, what team do you most expect to fade out of contention? I guess Baltimore only because of the division. I mean, are they going to be able to hold up? And If everybody's over 500 and, you know, Baltimore slips up at all, they're done. So I don't know. Baltimore I could see definitely falling, uh, especially after the All-Star break. I mean, you know, down the stretch. Um, I the Reds again, just because of history, maybe. But I mean, they're oh, so fun right now. The Cardinals will catch them. Yeah, but they, the Reds have this thing going right now, though. You know, I don't know what it is, but they got something, and it, it, the, the the energy Mojo. on that team, Mojo. There you go, Bobby, and they got something going on, man. So I don't know, but they are so fun to watch. They are fun to watch. I will say we've only got a few minutes to the top of the hour. We'll get into some Raiders talk coming up at one away games talk. But I will say, you know, and once again, older guy, been watching, I love the pitch clock. I don't need to see a guy jump out of the batter's box, adjust his glove 45,000 times, and then they say, oh, you're taking away some of the value because these games get, yeah, but there's more action in a shorter amount of time. That's so stupid. Absolutely love it. Half of it is like, uh, I mean, the pitch clock's good, but I'm saying the stuff they do in between the pitch, why do you have to adjust your glove 30 times? Why do you have to do this and that? It's so dumb. And the pitcher, too. It's like, get up on the mound, throw the ball. I mean, enough already. I, I, I agree with that. I think it's great. Plus... If you go to a Major League Baseball game, man, I haven't been in a while just because I'm living in Vegas. But right. when I live back east, some of those, Bobby knows, some of those Red Sox-Yankees games, four and a half hours? Are you kidding me? I mean, it's fun, but come on. How many be- how many $20 beers can you drink in a row? I mean. It, it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I will say this. Uh, you know, for people who did live out here in uh, Vegas, the uh, Las Vegas Ballpark and Aviators, that is a good time. That's a great park. New grass this year. Got inside scoop. Nice. If you haven't been out there yet, uh, grass that is more made for this um, climate. Climate, and it'll be interesting because. Can I guess? Is first it, of all, is it's it a Kentucky lot blue grass? I don't know. You'd no. have to ask either Jim Jemma or Don Logan. What kind is it? Green. Oh, it's green grass. <laughs> nice. Thank you, thank you, Bobby. That's that's why that's why we don't turn his mic on, even though he could turn on his mic. Yeah, I was going to say, pop the mic on. All right. So then we've only got a few minutes left. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Cincinnati. I don't want to see him fade, but that's right. gonna be my team to fade. Even though I like the thought process behind that. So, of one of the quote unquote blue chip ones. I mean, at the beginning of the season, they were picked a little bit better. So, the underperformers. Let's go Dodgers of these teams. Dodgers, Padres, Mets. I really thought Seattle was going to be better this year, but yeah. I, I don't know if you know what well, we'll put those in there. Are you throwing the Yankees, Red Sox in there? Or no? uh, Yankees are Yankees are close enough. I don't think the Red Sox were really picked to do much this year. Yeah, uh, Toronto was kind of. You know what? I'll throw Toronto in there. So, okay. which of those teams that I just kind of rattled off? Let's throw the Yankees out because they're not All that right. far behind. Which do you think has the greatest potential to kind of surge and maybe either win a division or I... do pretty well in the second half? If I'm guessing, I'll go uh, Dodgers. Dodgers? Yeah. Yeah, I think you might be right. I'll go with Dodgers, too. All right. Tell you what, hour two coming back. JT The Brick Show will get into Raiders away games. Thanks for joining us here today on Raider Nation Radio. Doyers. Woo, it's a fun time here. Let's break out the Modellos. Oh, wait, it's not Friday. We'll wait till tomorrow.